It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog ear this for now. This is the 7th Annual Comedy Forecast April Podcast Today Spectacular. Brought to you by the Comedy Forecast patrons on Patreon.com. Thank you. This year's original 30-chapter story is called The Slow Down. To hear it from the beginning, just go to ComedyForecast.com slash 2021. Now, here's Chapter 20, Artifacts and Oddments. In our last episode, Giles, the former front desk clerk at the Venus Arms Hotel and Towers, and Russ Red Arcadian, an urban explorer YouTuber, hopped off the slow-moving vehicle known as Princess. Red wanted to capture some video of the tunnel's side corridors for his channel. He invited Giles to join him during the exploration. The two explorers enter one of several openings along the corridor and find themselves in a room approximately 20 feet square. The same puzzling indents present throughout the rest of the underground complex are found along these walls. A covering of hay lines the floor. Hey? Hey what? No, hey, hey. Oh yeah, let's get a closer look. Yep, it's hay. Nothing on it or in it. What the heck is hay doing way down here? Red, shine the flashlight on that other wall. Okay, let me just... What is that? It looks like a table made out of a tree trunk. I don't get it. These are sleeping chambers. Uh, bedrooms. Either that or the world's most out-of-the-way frat house. This doesn't look very comfortable. To us, perhaps, but we're not badger people. That's a good point, Giles. Come on. Let's see if there's anything else in this corridor. See? The same openings all along the sides. All bedrooms. Okay, mystery solved. End of story. Put a period on the end of that text because we're done. Let's get back to the princess. First, I want to see what's at the end of the hall. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Oh, come on. It will just take a minute. Giles and Red walk past a half dozen doors on either side of the hallway, which ends as a much bigger space. In the center, a large wooden table with several gouges in its top surface. And in the corner, a small cage. I have to tell you that this is beginning to officially freak me out. And I'm not easily unsettled, you understand. Unless it involves something out of the ordinary. Like the time someone moved my chair six inches to the left. Who does something like that? I'm sorry, gals. I need just one more minute to get some video. I'll do a quick walk around at the room, and you can stay right here in the corridor if you want. Yes, please. And I am recording. Here, at the end of the corridor, past the gauntlet of Neanderthal-type sleep chambers... Is this some sort of sacrificial altar? Look at the gouges in the surface. So many, so deep. What happened here? And over in this corner, what do we see? A cage. Who or 
what was kept in this? And over to... What was that? I don't think I want to know. Down here on the floor. It looks like... A weapon! It might be a crude hammer. Did the badger people use this on their victims? Time to go. Oh, sorry, Giles. I was just trying to set up a mood. My subscribers kind of expect it. I mean, who wants to hear me say, Hey, I found this boring wooden thing. That's no fun. Oh, right. Fun. Here. Take a look at this thing. Red tosses the item to Giles, who catches it, but holds it very cautiously. There are all sorts of things like that back here. They're all set up on a shelf. This is amazing. I wonder what they were all for. Maybe the Badger people were doing some kind of rituals. Yes, I guess we'll never know. So sad. Quite the mystery. Now let's go. We're already in trouble with Calamity and Miss Fallmarker. I don't need any badger people gods angry with me. Besides, we should leave everything where it is. I guess all of this belongs to Cindy, if we ever find her. Okay, I did promise. But still, this is the kind of thing you find once in a lifetime, Giles. Any one of these things could put me on the lecture circuit for years. Not to mention it would be a great souvenir. Something that proves I was here. That this place is real. Yes, I suppose. But we need to get back. Interesting indeed. But let's not forget about the two hoodlums who have been tasked by Mayor Garfield Lucky Dubois Jr. to help him keep something in these tunnels a secret. He has instructed Bean and Hitch to find and remove General Calamity and anyone else from the tunnels. The pair are slowing down after over 33 hours of walking, only pausing occasionally for rest breaks. Hitch appears especially fatigued. They have just reached the cavernous space Red referred to as Underdome. Whoa, the tunnel just ends here. This doesn't make sense. Light up one of your flares. Okay, hold on. Oh, it feels good to get that thing off. With the aid of the flare, Hitch and Bean use their night vision goggles to view the enormous space. Ha <laughs> Look what get revealed over there. Is that a campfire? Come on, Hitch. Let's check it out. It was a fire for sure, Hitch. But stone cold now. Whoever was using it, they've been gone for hours. But it's the people we're looking for, right? I mean... There's nothing else down here, right? Come on, Hitch. We've been in these tunnels a dozen times, huh? The Badger people are all gone. What I don't get is, why would this general stop the tank and set up a camp, huh? Sounds too casual for a rescue mission. I have lots of questions. And I'm going to add one more. Not counting the way we came in, there are six ways out of this place. They could have left here any one of those ways. Yeah, true. I don't know about you, Bean, but I don't want to spend a month down here checking out every one of them. I say we go back. Even though it means passing up a 50-50 split with the boss, I might have to agree with you. Ah, good. Except... Uh Uh-oh. Except what? 
I know exactly which way to head out. And just how did you do that? Bean points to the dirt floor. There, at random spots along a somewhat straight line, are various pieces of camping equipment, such as a canteen, blanket, and binoculars. Look like someone too sloppy striking camp, huh? The trail head right for that tunnel. Let's go. Can't we rest for a few minutes, Bean? I'm exhausted. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Half hour break, huh? But remember, every minute we're not moving, they are. But they are close, Bean. Very close. We almost have them. Is danger growing ever closer? Will Bean ever tell Hitch he actually struck a 75-25 deal with the mayor? For answers, be sure to listen to Chapter 21, An Open and Shut Briefcase. Special thanks to David Wapple and everyone in the Virtual Writers Café, and also everyone in the forums at schoolie.net. In this episode, the narrator was played by Gary J. Chambers, GaryJChambersVO.com. Additional voices, as well as story and music by Clinton Alvord. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement, with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?